All right, go ahead. Psst. You okay with that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Psst. Can I keep all this? Yeah. All right, podcast people, I like showing you the behind the scenes, so we kept all that. Thanks, D-Rock, for letting me not edit. Um, guys, I wanted to just give you guys a quick shout-out. I'm really appreciating a bunch of you. I actually want to interact with more of you, and as you know, the uh, podcast platforms don't allow that as easily as YouTube comments, so please put hashtag podcast GV. I'll be searching that hashtag on Twitter and want to just kind of engage with you and see if there's any value in our conversations. Some of you might not be on Twitter. That would be weird to me if you're listening to me and not on Twitter. As a matter of fact, if you're listening to me and you're not on Twitter, email me at gary at vaynermedia.com because that would freak me out. Uh, if you're listening to me and you don't know how to spell vaynermedia, that would freak me out triple. That's V as in Victor, A-Y-N-E-R, media, M-E-D-I-A dot com. Can't wait to talk to you. On this episode, we talk about zip codes, we talk about valuations, and we talk about hustle. What else? You ask questions, and I answer them. This is the Ask Gary V Show. Hey everybody, this is Gary Vaynerchuk, and you're watching and listening to the Ask Gary V Show, episode number 30. Two, little fun fact about the number 32. 32 is the number worn by Josh Bush, who's a New York Jets safety who got cut yesterday off the team. The Jets also play tonight against the New England Patriots, the team I hate more than anything in the world. Before I get into today's questions, sorry Steve, so we'll have to do that again, I want to give a shout out to the person that gave me, I find it interesting that the person that gave me the little prop for today's show actually back-channeled with the whole crew here to get a shout-out on the show. I find that growth hackery, but also a little spammy. She wants a shout-out, and I'm not gonna do it the way she thinks. I'm actually gonna go to her right now. D-Rock, get up. I know I'm throwing you a curveball. I know if you're listening right now, you have no idea what's going on, but that's just the way it's gonna have to be. So Nikki (laughs) gave me the prop, and my question is, did she give me the prop because she's a good person, or did she give me a prop because (laughs) she just wanted to get a shout-out? No, just because I love the Knicks so much. I understand, but wouldn't you say it's a little selfish? That sounded a little bit like a humble brag. I mean, you made it a point for them to tell me that you wanted a shout-out, so now we're giving you an extreme shout-out. I mean, were you you going for the shout-out, or were you going for, give me the percentage breakdown of your love of the Knicks versus your own personal selfish, I want a shout out on the show. Tell the truth, lying is the devil. I don't lie. Okay. The Knicks are always over everything else. That's fine. What percentage breakdown you copped out? 95. For the Knicks? Yes. Five for personal gain? Why not? Fair. All right. So 5% personal gain. I'm cool with that. All right, D-Rock, keep coming. Thank you. It's right here. I don't want you to get hurt. Okay. Oh, you're going you're gonna to probably add it. You'd like to add it, right? And then, no, no adding. All right. Hold up. All right. Now, now. With Mellow intact. Here's a humble brag. Mellow once sat in this exact seat, actually, and freaked out the whole company. That was a lot of fun the other day. All right, let's get into the questions. Alex asks, Gary, do you consider it possible to hustle the way you do anywhere outside of the United States? Alex, this is a ludicrous question. It is complete. I don't, do we know where Alex is from? Maybe you can look it up real quick while I'm answering this question. Alex, this is a ludicrous question. This is, this question pisses me off so much that I started to start the show with it as Steve is looking. The thought, 
and nature of like people saying, well, America's an entrepreneurial paradise is the same conversation that's happening within America of like, to be great in tech, you need to be in San Francisco. Like no good businesses are made outside of Silicon Valley. That is just asinine. Let me just remind everybody that Facebook was invented in Boston, all right? And, and the home of the Patriots. But like, you know, like, like I mean, it's, it's crazy for me when people debate this. Of course you can, your country is not the variable of your hustle, my friend. Now the environment and like entrepreneurship is glorified in the US. The UK wants to be more reserved, different, you know, China's got its own version of entrepreneurship. Yes, does the environment affect it? Of course. My parents growing up in Soviet Russia where there was no business, of course they were affected by that. But your hustle, your work ethic, your drive is not predicated on your zip code. Tony asks, Gary, what are your thoughts about people that say companies like Twitter, Uber, and Snapchat are way overvalued in the market? Tony, what's really interesting about this question is I am one of those people. I grew up in the, in the late and mid-2000s into the 2010s, 11s, 12, 13, thinking a lot of things were overvalued. I thought we were in a little bit of a bubble in 2010, 11. I've been proven to be extremely wrong. What I would tell you is, is that inflation happens. I mean, like, that the world changes. Like, I'm starting to wrap my head around the notion of, wait a minute, maybe these things are undervalued because, you know, the value of a $100 million company just 15, 20, 30 years ago was a far grander and wealth just continues to exponentially grow and so, you know, I would say that it's a double-edged sword. There'll be plenty of things overvalued, tons. But if something is proven to have won and you think is the future of, of infrastructure, a la an Uber, where you can clearly see them getting into FedEx and UPS's lanes and other places, you know, plenty of people have lost a lot of money by thinking things were overpriced. And I want you to listen to that backwards one more time and so rewind it whether you're listening or watching, you know, a lot of people have lost a lot of money by thinking things have been overvalued. And of course there's the yin to that yang and people have lost in betting on overvalued things. But when things hit scale, Amazon and eBay in the early days of the internet where people thought they were overvalued but the world caught up to them, be careful if the world is catching up to something. What I mean by that is, if you start watching normal people doing things on some of these platforms, you're gonna see a scale jump. And so, you know, are they overvalued? If there's a crash in the market, right, or a terrorist act in a major city, can it be overvalued? Of course, but is that temporary is the real question. And when I say temporary, don't misunderstand me. Is it overvalued and it'll go down for a year but then go back up because they're living in the future while other things are not? Amy Hubbard asks, for blogs just starting out, how do I get people to be interviewed without being a big name media company? Amy, your question really means to me, which is how do I go out and get people where I can take their brand equity as a starting point for mine, right? Like if I can interview Gary Vee and put it out there, some of his fans will come over, listen to that interview, and then they'll become aware of me. So what you're talking about is equity leveraging arbitrage. Brilliant. Agree with it. If you look out, and if you look at, po- you know, for the people that are listening, if you look at podcast land, that's how they all do it, right? Like that's what I did a bunch of those interviews promoting Jeb Jeb Ray Hook and then they're leveraging my name over and over and over again to build audience. So it is a classic game. There's a dirty little secret, Amy. People that have leverage and have fame, even if you call it Z-level fame, like me, uh, they like to talk. And so I'm gonna tell you something that kind of refers to question number one on this episode, which is, the answer is hustle. I would just keep asking and asking and asking. I would audit all the places that look like you 
or kind of like you and look at the people that have done interviews there and when you start realizing that I and Tim Ferriss and Seth Godin like to give interviews because we also like the exposure, we also have been successful and we like to give back. I loved a couple years ago or last year my interview 365 day a year thing where I just gave people interviews that didn't even have any audience because I was giving back. Some don't want to give interviews unless you're big. That's why you get no's. Others, do it because they like to pay back to the community and they remember grinding and the person that gave them a break. And so very honestly, I would ask, and oh by the way, I got a real curveball for you. And this is for everybody listening. Sometimes you need to ask the same person 11 times. And one could say that you're being annoying, but if you come from a good place and you do it with a prideful tack and you do it in an appropriate way and if you're actually listening to what's going on in their world, maybe Tim's got a new book coming out. Maybe he redesigned his website. Maybe he's got a new podcast. Those are times to strike like a cobra when they want something and you want something, then interests align. NCG asks, what does one do when you feel you have unique content but not tapping into the right audience or not gaining visibility? Nicola, this is where you start looking yourself in the mirror and deciding if you have business development chops. Uh, this notion that you have the greatest content and it's not finding its audience is romantic at worst and audacious at best, right? And so, like, to me, what you need to look at is are you capable of also building audience for your content or are you just a content provider and do you need a partner who can go out and help you do that or have you just lost all sense of reality and your stuff is just average? Galen asks, at what point do you just get rid of a client because they're just an all-around clown? Galen, this is a funny question. I think a lot of uh, VaynerMedia employees are going to have a fun time with this question if they're watching or listening. Uh, I think that for me, I hold on for dear life, right? Like, first of all, business is business. I think one of the reasons people recommend getting rid of clients is they don't have the stomach for adversity. I actually can deal with the negativity and it's business is business and if they fire me then I deserved to be fired. But the notion of there are clients to be fired, it's right and a lot of times it helps your business and so it's about self-awareness. So for me Galen, it's very late in the process, like almost borderline, I don't know, when they take a knife and stab it through your eye, it might not be a good relationship anymore. But like, like that's literally the level that I'm looking forward to because I can handle it and it's not slowing me down. We've had plenty of clients that I think by all modern standards should have been fired, but I have not and it has not hindered the growth because yes, there's some time and attention put into that and even in a world where we get lots of new business, there is value in retention. There's also moods. Sometimes, look, how about relationships? Relationships. Do you just get divorced when a time comes tough? You know, the ebb and flow. Do you just get rid of a best friend because of a bad night? I mean, you know, do you get rid of a best friend after six straight bad nights? One could argue yes, but I'd say, hmm, there's a lot there that you may want to fight for it. So I think it comes down to self-awareness. A lot of people are not capable uh, of dealing with the, the conflict or it brings them down. To me, I like to rise to that challenge. I like that game. But it comes down to my own self-awareness of me as a leader and more importantly, I have to factor in the empathy of 400 other people and is it bringing them down? So cool, I can stomach it but as they're getting yelled at on the phone by a client every single day, is it bringing them to a place where they want to leave? And so for me, it's when it's affecting other people that are in my family that I value more and family, I mean my company, that I value you more than the client itself. That's when I'm looking at it. But then a lot of times I'm trying to surround it or change the account people of the people that have more of my stomach and can handle it. To me, that is the timing.
Thanks for watching episode 32 of the Ask Gary V Show. I really want to just take a quick second and give a huge shout out. And then honestly, you guys know how I roll because it's been a lot of jabbing. Coming in with a little bit of a right hook on this episode. I really just want to thank everybody who's been supporting my transition to adding a podcast to that, to this whole genre. And really just supporting the show. We're 32 episodes in. You know, this is not my first rodeo. I'm really enjoying it. And so I want to ask for some love on all the people that are interested in subscribing to the podcast on iTunes and all the other places that we're now playing with, which is a lot of fun. Are we confirmed everywhere? Alex, where are we at now at this point? We're on Stitcher, iTunes, uh, Overcast. We're yep. still working with them. Meaning the, some of the episodes haven't been like yes. played there, so and we're hustling. SoundCloud. What's that? SoundCloud. SoundCloud. India, just because I like showing new people in the room. What else? <laughs> I just wanted to catch you off guard. No, that was it. Uh, I know that's not even your world, but that was just fun for me. That was a personal haha for me. Um, so, I really appreciate it. And, and the one thing I guess I need to continue the flow is, is the rating of it. And by the way, if that rating's a one and you don't like the show, one star on iTunes, knock yourself out. And you know what? I'm noticing a lot of you not subscribing on YouTube. Uh, I need that action as well. So, I appreciate you allowing me a minute here to throw some right hooks. I hope they all land. Cause I'm hustling. Oh crap, wait, subscribe! I need subscriptions because I can't push this many right hooks in social, so subscribe! <laughs>